that my past is important because I focused so long and so hard for years on trying to overcome my past and to forget about it and the things that I have done and the things that I have said to people. But one day, God finally made me realize that my past is important because it shapes who I am today and why I am here today. I think there's two reasons why uh, people still live in the past. The first one is that they have not asked for forgiveness. How is your relationship with God? Have you come before God and asked for forgiveness? Have you experienced God releasing you from the guilt of your sins, of your past? You see, you're never going to feel released from your past experiences that are eating you up on the inside if you don't give it over to God. So give it over to God today and let God make you new. You know, and so once you become, once you do that, once you celebrate and rejoice and rejoice and tell others of what God has done for you in your life, I'm not saying to necessarily make it your Facebook status or something like that, but rejoice and tell others of what God has done in your life. And so I would just like to see us rejoice in knowing that God has forgiven us and that we have a new life. Because God has done some great things in the life of this church in 2013. And and I know that 2014 will be even better for all of us. But we have to prepare for what it is that God has in store for us. And the second reason people live in the past is because they're still surrounding themselves with temptation. And so what I mean by that is this, that you might have asked for forgiveness from God and felt released from the bondage of your sin or whatever it might have been six months ago, but you have recently found yourself going back into that pattern of the sin and the temptations and participating in all that again. So you're living in the past. And so we need to check ourselves. I need to check myself and see that I'm not living in my past anymore. And I need to check and see who I'm surrounding myself with to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with positive people. Are we hanging out with groups of people that bring you down or they take you back into your past? Are you hanging out with people that encourage you, that show, that show Christ's love to you and help you grow in your faith? When we surrender ourselves to God, who we surround ourselves with is important for God, excuse me. Who we surround ourselves with is important. So how do we move on from the past? Well, Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, encourages us to press on toward heaven. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, you, can, you would see that it tells us to confess our sins. We're called to confess our sins to God, and it is said, He is faithful, and He will forgive us. And I don't know about you, but in my, it's been my experience, and it still is, that confessing my sins is not easy. It's not easy to admit the things that I have done and the things that I have said, but what God calls us to, it helps heal us. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it tells us to pray, to seek God, and to move on. So that's pretty simple. We pray, we seek God, move on, and God will hear all of that and it will be forgiven. And so your past is important because it pushes your present life. And so now we move on to the present. What are you doing every day when you wake up? How are, you, how are we showing others that you are Christ's disciples? And how are you showing others Christ's love? Who are you? 
Have you truly examined yourself to see who you are? The, pres the, the present is important because it exists. The present is important because it exists. You guys didn't know that the present existed, did you? You may not realize it, but what we do each and every day is important. It matters in our life and matters in our relationships with God. The fact that you came to church today matters. And everything that you do and you say is important because it's real and it's affecting your life in some way or another. And your past is pushing you currently. What you do each and every day will impact you what you do the next day and the next and the next. So I think that there's two reasons today why people, why we reach spiritual plateaus. Uh, meaning, what I mean by that is that nothing new is going on in our relationship with God. We're just, we're just kind of coasting by. We're not doing anything to grow. So the first one is people who live in the past. People who live in the past have reached this spiritual plateau because they have become comfortable with their life. And so if this is you today, then that means you're not willing to change, to change things and to move on. You're comfortable with the norm. So how many people today would you say that, you're, that you know of that are comfortable with the way things are going in their life? You know, is it because they're stuck in the past? You know, something needs to change in our relationship with God in order to move forward and become that new creation. The second reason that people live People, the second reason is people who live in the future. And these are the people who are so eager to move on and are constantly looking to the future. Knowing their future and what their future holds for them brings them to this spiritual plateau of where nothing is going on nothing, goes on, nothing new is going on in our life. It's because we're comfortable. And so if someone knows what is going to happen in their life, then they... They just stop kind of caring. I think sometimes we just, we know what's going to happen tomorrow, so we just move forward and we, we don't think about it, the consequences, or we don't think how we can grow. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with living in the future, but it's when it consumes your life that it becomes a problem. So if we're living in the future and have reached a spiritual plateau, then we need to stop being so comfortable. We need to evaluate ourselves and ask ourselves, what is it about the future that has you living, in the, living there. So a question for today, as you see on the screens, are you letting your past or your concerns for the future stop you from being who God wants you to be? Something to think about. You know, how are you and God doing? Is there something that needs to change in 2014? Think about that and be honest with yourselves. I know there are things in my life, my personal life, that I know that I need to change because it's not, those things are keeping me from me being fully who God wants me to be. As a youth pastor, I've talked to a lot of teenagers and a lot of adults, too, who want to develop their relationship with God, but they can't because they're still caught up in the past. Now, trust me, I, I understand that. I've been there. There have been multiple times in my life when I have wanted to move on for my sins, but I couldn't because I was still caught up in that sin. I would say that I was ready to move on, but I, I really wasn't. And so if the present exists and is important, why is it so important to you? Has God given you guidance and direction for your life? If he has, embrace that because that's what exists. 
And don't live in the future, but prepare for it. See, God wants us to love him and to love others. For that is the greatest commandment that the scriptures tell us to do. God wants us to love everyone. Now, it's interesting to me that the words hate your enemies are not found anywhere in the Old Testament. However, hatred for one's enemies was an accepted part of the Jewish ethic at the time. So God wants us to care for each other. And your present life is important because, well, it exists. So embrace who you are today and not who you once were or who you will become. Live in the now and the not the yet. What is God calling you to do and to be in 2014? Maybe you haven't fully given your life to Christ, or maybe you haven't at all given your life to Christ. Think about that today, and think about where your life could be if you have a, a serious relationship with Christ. And we're gonna, that's going to lead into our, our sermon series of Pastor Jeff being not a fan, not being a fan or a follower. So think about that this week as we prepare for 2014. My Bible it entitles today's passage of Scripture as, as we are God's ambassadors. We are ambassadors of Christ. We have a responsibility as Christians, and that is to live out the great commission that we find in Matthew chapter 28, and to invite others to accept Christ so that they can receive this new life that we have received. So what are you doing to prepare for your future? Is your relationship with God right? Scripture tells us to be ready at all times for when God returns. We don't know when or how and, and all those details, but God will return one day, and so we need to prepare ourselves and be ready. Our relationship with God must be right at all times. And the next fill in the blank is this. The future is important because it pulls the past and the, the present. So do you have a direction for your life and where you're headed? Has God ca already called you to do something big in your life? If not, pray about it and see what God wants you to do in 2014. Your past and your present will continue to lead you to your future. So be open and trust in the Lord for your future. He might call you to a career change. Uh, he might call you to preach on a Sunday morning, and believe me, that's happened, and that was not one of the things I wanted to do with my life. So just be open to what God might call you to do in your life. God may call you to do something that you would never imagine. But we have to surrender ourselves to God and allow him to do that. We live in the future, and we desire change. Uh, we're longing to become someone new. We get so caught up in moving ahead in life that we tend to forget about our present. We forget to take care of ourselves presently. And so if you're, not, if you're here today and you're not happy with who you are or what you've done, simply just pray to God and pray for that you can become new. You can become this new creation. Another reason why we live in the future is for hope. We're so desperate for change. We get tired of our current lifestyles. We regret our past and how we're disappointed with how the present is going. And so if that is you this morning, why? Why have you given up on the present? Why are you so consumed with the future and with change? It's my hope and my prayer that we have not given up on God, nor will we ever give up on God. Don't let go of that relationship that you have with Christ just because you've been praying for something and it hasn't happened yet. 
or whatever happened in your past. Don't give up on God. Stay true to your faith in 2014 and let God change you and become new. So ask yourself this morning, what do you think your future looks like? You know, in 10 years from now, when you look back at your life, what will it look like? Will you praise God for how far he has brought you? Or will you still be living in that past? So I pray today that you are a new creation in Christ. And through your relationship with him, we all know and we can receive his love and his grace and his forgiveness. So what legacy do you want to leave back for, behind for your children and for your grandchildren? Will you always look to the future or will you be content with the present? Being so caught up in the future that you ignore the present is when it becomes a problem, I think. So embrace each day while deepening your relationship with Christ and help others spiritually prepare for their lives. What we are doing each and every, what are you doing each and every day to prepare for your relationship with Christ? What are you doing every day to grow with Christ? You know, where is your hope coming from? We're called to place all of our hope and trust in the Lord, but it's not easy to. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a future. So stay true in your faith. Live your life by the word of God and nothing else. I want to focus today on verse 17 as we begin to close our service here in a few moments. It says this again, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. We are united through Christ, through faith in him and our commitment to him. And so the words new creation, they stand out to me because redemption is the res restoration and the fulfillment of God's purpose, purposes in creation. And this takes place through our relationship with Christ. And all... In our relationship with Christ, anything can happen. We, we can move on from our past. We can, just, we can fully surrender ourselves to God and let him lead our lives. So your past is important because it pushes the present. Your present life is important because it exists. And your future is important because it pulls the past and the present. At this time, I'm going to invite Chris and the, and the worship band to come back up and We'll sing a song again. But the message that I want, to hear, want you guys to hear today is this. That just as 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, it is through our relationship with Jesus Christ that we can become a new creation. We can become new. And so think about today. Think about this. Where is your hope coming from? What are you looking forward to in 2014? So as we leave from here today, remember that we can become a new creation in 2014. We can have a new beginning because of the relationship that we have with Christ. Let's close with prayer today, and then Chris will sing us a song. Lord, today we, we thank you for your word and the truth that can be found in, in your word. Lord, thank you for meeting us here today. And so, Lord, today I pray for everyone gathered here today, Lord. I'm not sure where they're at in their relationship with you, but, Lord, you do. So, Lord, today I pray that we can all just examine our faith and our, life and our relationships with you this week. And, Lord, as we prepare for a new year, 
God, I just pray that this new year is different than 2013 for all of us. God, help us to move on from our past and not to let it consume us, but let, it, let us instead to live for you in your kingdom, Lord. Lord, I have spoken everything that I believe that you have shared with me that you want me to share. So, Lord, today would you receive this message for your kingdom, Lord. We praise your name.